Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. You're listening to Arrival Audio recorded live at Arrival Orlando 2019 and distributed here by Tourpreneur. Every tour operator wants to make an impact, but Invisible Cities in Scotland seeks to be transformational for its guides as well as the tour takers. Get ready to be inspired by founder Zakia Mulawi's vision to make the invisible visible. To tell you about my company, Invisible Cities, and how we see things differently. I thought it would be appropriate to start with a quote from Scotland's national poet, Robert Burns. If you don't know who Robert Burns is, I would definitely advise you check him out. His poetry is not only beautiful, a lot of it is still very relevant nowadays. Um, so the quote is, Oh, would some power the gift to gear us, to see ourselves as others see us. Or in modern day English, Oh, would some power the gift to give us, to see ourselves as others see us. The reason why I chose this is because my interpretation of it is that it's all about stereotypes. It's all about seeing things a certain way without really knowing what they're like. And to me, travel is all about challenging those stereotypes. Travel provides you with the context to go behind those stereotypes, to go behind the postcard, the things you thought you knew, the things you read online, or the things that somebody told you about the place that you're going to visit. So if you've never been to Scotland, please do come. You now have a friend there. But this may be your idea of Scotland. Men in kilts, great. Monsters in lakes. Or this may be your idea of my home country, France. Weird food, people smoking cigarettes and cycling along the Seine. Before I ever traveled to the US, this was my idea of it. When I first started traveling internationally in, in my early 20s, it was always about work. I worked for an amazing organization called the Homeless World Cup. And what they do is they are a global network of street soccer programs using the power of football or soccer to change the lives of people who are experiencing homelessness. So I would travel to places like Romania, Indonesia, Canada, and see the power that football could have. But I would also hear the stories of hundreds of people who are in these countries and facing homelessness. My work was providing me with a very special context when I was traveling. Unfortunately, in 2014, I had to stop. Um, my health wasn't too great. And all of a sudden, I went from six months of the year being abroad to being stuck in the UK. So what it made me feel was really sad. It made me realize how much I loved traveling. It made me get a tattoo of an airplane on my arm to signify this to the universe. But 
It also made me think, what does traveling mean to me? How do I want to travel, not for work, but for myself? What do I want to see when I travel abroad? And the answer to that was that I wanted to see things differently. So in 2016, I set up a social enterprise called Invisible Cities, and I'll tell you what a social enterprise is in a minute. And what we do is we train people who have an experience of homelessness to become walking tour guides of their own city. And we offer alternative, off-the-beaten-track tours to tourists and locals alike. We started in 2016, like I said, and since then have expanded to not only outside of Edinburgh, but to a total of five cities in the UK. And we have been recognized as a leader in sustainable tourism in the country. We kind of fit this um, eagerness from travelers to find something local, authentic, personal. The piece of feedback that I hear the most about our tours is like going on a tour with a friend who shows you and makes you see things differently. We also have been really well recognized for the work that we do, garnering the industry's recognition, not only in entrepreneurship, but also in tourism, winning loads of awards, which are always really glamorous and in complete contradiction with the work that we do every day. So this was um, the Barclays Award for Barclays Bank a couple of weeks ago down in London. We challenge perceptions of homelessness. All our guides design the tours that they deliver themselves. They choose the content, they choose the starting point, they choose the personal stories, or they choose not to give you any personal stories. We actually ask the question, what does homeless look like? Is it this? Why can't it be this? What we do is we invest in people to become whoever they want to be. Our training program is focused a lot on soft skills, so developing confidence, public speaking, customer service. And we work with amazing organizations like Airbnb Experiences, but also Booking.com, that comes onto our training program and helps our guides develop further in learning more about customer service, which are areas that they know a lot about. Um, the question that I get asked all the time is, how do you make sure that guides turn up on time, or that they turn up at all, or that they scrub up well, or that they represent your company really well? And I'm not going to lie, this is bloody hard. But it works. It works because we give people a chance. A lot of the people that we train and we work with have experienced some kind of trauma, um, long-term unemployment, maybe poor mental health, maybe um, addiction. And one of the things that we all know, that saying, which is everybody deserves a second chance in life, which I totally believe in. But for our guides, a lot of them haven't had a first chance. So we give them that chance so they can develop their voice and they can tell their own story. Um, it works for our customers. We have people coming from all around the world who come on our tours, travelers who come to Glasgow for the weekend, corporations who are on a team away day and want to do something that has an impact in the communities that they go into. Um, we have mayors who have come on the tours, we've had celebrities come on the tours. Um, but like I said, the piece of feedback is always going back to this very personal connection that you made with somebody that you never thought you could make that connection with. Do you like what you hear on this podcast? 
If so, join us at an upcoming arrival event to hear from the brightest minds in travel, get hands-on learning to help advance your tour activity or attraction business, and partake in the best networking ever. Head to arrivalevent.com to register and to learn more. We are a social enterprise, um, and for those of you who don't know what that is, we are this hybrid um, organization between a company, so we trade and make profit, but we use 100% of our profit to support our guides further in their development. We invest in guides so they have enough skills so that they can get out and work for someone else. We invest in them so they develop their skills and feel confident to reunite again with their families if they've broken that bond. We invest in our staff, and our staff supports our guides um, every day. They support them with training, they support them with attending appointments, they support them with getting suited and booted when we go into an award ceremony, they support them with whatever they need. But we know that in order to achieve, to achieve change, support our guides further, and change perceptions of homelessness, we have to achieve commercial success. And we can only do that by partnering up with amazing organizations, others who can help us push our tours, sell our tours, distribute our tours. Airbnb experiences in the UK, for instance, is really um, helpful and supportive of what we do. We were one of the first experiences in Edinburgh, which was the first city they expanded experiences to after London. And now every time we go to a new city, then we have Airbnb experiences out there. We are an impact experience, which means that we don't pay a fee, so we get 100% of the ticket price. But we also like to work with other innovative organizations like GeoTourist. GeoTourist is a GPS-led audio guide um, for travel destinations. They are one of the reasons why I'm here today, because they sponsored my coming from Scotland to Florida and covered some of those costs. But the great thing with them is that we developed a map of Edinburgh that invites travelers to spend their money differently when they're in the city. So it's not about coming on our tours. It's about buying your coffee in the morning in a place that has a local impact. It's about, it's about buying souvenirs that are plastic-free. And we got to launch that tour with a massive mascot, blue monster all around the city, made us look completely mad. We treat people as people, and nothing is expected from our guides that wouldn't be expected from me. We have those honest conversations, and we try to develop people for who they are. But that's not enough because what we want is to change and challenge the whole tourism industry, which is why it's so amazing for me to be here. One of the examples of how we do that is working with the Scottish Tourist Guide Association, which is the only association of professional guides in the country. Now, their training is about two years long and costs about $9,000. It's a process where you've got to write essays and be assessed on those essays. So let's just say it's totally not... Um, accessible to our guides or to people who come from different backgrounds. I'm not saying that our guides are not educated, because they are. 20% of them actually have higher university degrees than I do, and we like to challenge that stereotype that homeless people are not educated. Angus, who was the guide on the previous picture, is one of them. He's got a master's degree in archaeology, and that's a theme that he's really, really passionate about. But what we do with the Scottish Tourist Guide Association is we created a group 
and a scholarship for our guys to have access to their training and a group of support for already trained and professional guides to help our own write those essays. We have loads of success and loads of challenges, and we are only able to achieve all of this through the amazing work that our guides kind of put through. Last year, um, 2018, we reached nearly a million people um, online through social media content, and that was through hard work from all our staff kind of looking at and developing amazing relationships with all the companies that you see on the stage. But I could tell you all about the awards that we win, the guests that we have, how many we've got and everything, but measuring success for our own guides, whether or not we know that we're changing their lives is really, really hard. Um, it's a success that's hard to measure. I'll tell you a true story. Um, Sunny, who's one of our Edinburgh-based guides here, and I were doing an interview for BBC Radio Scotland. And during the interview, the journalist said to me, okay, how do you actually measure your success? What does it mean for your guides? Why would they take on and become guides? Would it change their lives? And it took me about 10, 15 seconds to really think about it. During that time, he jumped in and said, well, me staying out of jail is a pretty big success. And I haven't been in jail for three years. <laughs> so, and it's at that point I realized that three years was the amount of time that he'd been working with us. So whether they stay out of jail or they go back into full-time employment or reunite with their families, we just provide them with an environment where they can see themselves differently, we can see them differently, and they can be whoever they want to be. When I started Invisible Cities, I started from this angle of impact, of change, because I had worked in organizations that were doing the same. But I believe that all of you, all of us, can do this from wherever we stand already. It doesn't have to be from um, where I started. I had to learn the hard way, and I'm still learning every day, about distributing tours, selling tours, what an OTA means, and how we can work with Expedia, Booking.com, and Airbnb. And I've received a lot of support to learn about all these things. But I think the one questions that I want to, or the many questions that I want to leave with you today is for you to ask yourselves, how do your guests see you? How do your customers see you? How do your guides see you? How do your staff see you? How do the communities that you visit on your tours see you? And most importantly, how do you want them to see you? Because we can start impact and sustainability from anywhere we are. It can be when you hire a new guide, maybe you think out of the box and hire in a pool of people that is completely different to what you had thought of before. Or it could be to how you print your leaflets. I have been handing out my business card to people and it looks pretty weird. So if you get a business card for me, don't be surprised. First off, it's blacking on black paper because we are invisible cities but it's also made by a local organization that employs people, young people in our communities, to design and print amazing leaflets and business cards. So by making that choice, I've made an impact in our community and have had an amazing product to offer you all. So I think, um, I hope I have conveyed the fact that we can all think out of the box, that we think out of the box, and that we see it work for our guides, um, for myself, I'm here today and I can't wait to be speaking to all of you, for our customers who keep returning to our tours across the UK and for our partners. And I hope that I've given you a bit of the Robert Burns effect. I've made you think um, and try to have yourself see yourselves as I can see you. 
And as we say back home, don't let our old acquaintance be forgot, and please stay in touch. Thank you so much. Are you interested in being a part of the arrival community of tours, activities, attractions, events, and experiences? Then join us at one of our events in the US, Europe, or Asia Pacific. Head to arrivalevent.com to learn more.